Hi, and welcome to another episode of Raising His Kids, a podcast for stepmoms. We're your hosts. I'm Lauren, a child-free stepmom of one, hoping for an hour's baby soon. And I'm Tony, a bio mom of two and a stepmom of two. We are two stepmoms who, although we live at opposite ends of the world, quickly bonded over how we all deal with the same Karen as we navigate our lives raising his kids. How are you doing? We've been like so busy. I haven't actually just asked you how you're doing. I know life has been like a little crazy lately. We had my stepson over the weekend and my husband was on call and he got called out like five times in 48 oh. hours. I was alone with both kids. I've, I had respect for, for um, stay at home moms before. I have even more respect for them now that I took care of two kids by myself. I was like, I can't do this. Like she's screaming. He was giving me like parenting advice on how to make her stop screaming. And I'm like, go watch TV. <laughs> I can't do this. So it was very complicated for me. And that was brand new. I've never done both kids by myself before. So um, I'm exhausted. And also got called out in the middle of the night. So we didn't get much sleep either. Oh, that is the worst. So as promised, we told our listeners that we would do our next episode on jealousy. I figured straight off the bat, we could just jump into our listener responses. I did put it out there for some bio mums to write in about what makes them jealous about having a split family, blended family, co-parenting, because I think it's all valid. And sometimes as stepmoms, we don't see the other side as a bio mum. Yeah, totally. So, but mostly it's all stepmom responses. Um, and some of our responses, I separated them, but some of them are from bio mums who are stepmoms or bio mums who have been stepmoms or stepmoms that were stepmoms and now are just bio mums. So it's all like mixed in there and they've all had different revelations as to how it's impacted how they be a co-parent basically. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm uh, curious about this bio mom responses for sure. Yeah, well, the other thing is I was going to post on our threads thing, but my wording wasn't too wordy, so I didn't write what I was going to say. But a lot of it is that a lot of our responses is stepmoms are jealous of bio moms in different capacities and bio moms are jealous of the stepmoms in different capacities. Right. I which I definitely- feel in some of the situations, I feel like communication could fix that jealousy if there was communication because in some circumstances I could see that yeah not every circumstance because you know when someone's toxic and high conflict we we all know from experience that that doesn't work right Alrighty. so first one off our list is from a stepmom so we'll start with stepmom jealousy and then we'll finish the episode with bio mom jealousy and so stepmom jealousy number one she had a kid so easily and took it for granted but I struggle with fertility issues I had the same exact jealousy, which I've talked about on here before. Um, Actually, me and Nina made a whole podcast about it. Nina did have her baby, by the way. Um, Oh, congratulations, Nina. Yeah, (laughs) but um, I can definitely understand that. And it's so hard because that is something that's hard by itself. Like you're feeling jealous of... Mm -hmm people you see in the store that they're able to have a baby and you don't even know their story. So when it's Mm -hmm. bio mom and it's your husband and you know that it happened quickly for them and they had no issues, it's really hard. Another part of that is that you know that it's probably not your husband that's having the issues. Like it's probably you because there's evidence 
that he's he doesn't have trouble so that is that's really really hard to come to terms with but not necessarily like it's not true. i don't know if, i don't it's know if i've spoken exactly but i don't know if i've spoken about it on here and i don't know if i'll get in trouble with my husband for talking about it on here but i'm gonna do it anyway so i think half the reason karen flipped out when she found out i was pregnant was because we fell pregnant with miss k what a year into our relationship and for her she would be assuming that I fell pregnant really quickly and I've had no fertility problems whereas they tried conceiving Big J for quite some time and he was actually conceived through IVF oh really yeah and she always blamed my husband that he was the problem that's crazy because almost all women blame themselves whether or not that's true no she blamed him well the story goes I've only heard his side of the story. He sure. said she blamed him. And then they fell pregnant by surprise with little Jay. So he, the story goes with him is that she said, I want another baby. He said, I don't want another baby. Then she booked the IVF appointment. And then the next month she said she was pregnant. Oh, it's interesting. So it is. It is very interesting. But so, the, like I said, I'm only knowing the story from what he said. Right. So knowing all that, I can kind of understand. And the same fact that he didn't particularly want to have the first child. He definitely didn't want to have the second child. And he put his foot down that there was not going to be a third child. So I can understand why she would have had that jealousy over me. But at the same time, she doesn't know my personal situation or the fact that I've had my own fertility issues. Right. That is a good perspective to think about, except like for bio moms, I guess, because for stepmoms, most of us know the story. Exactly. And the thing is, is that some stepmoms won't necessarily know if there was fertility issues or not. Like I get it. Half half of them are whoopsie pregnancies and that's mm -hmm. how we've become stepmoms, right? There was a whoopsie pregnancy, but I still had fertility issues. Right. I, cho I chose to keep him because I thought he was my only chance of having a child. Oh, know? that's sad. Like I had, I had his father and his father's mother telling me that I should have a smushmoshman. Yikes. I can't believe so, his mom involved. Well, I can't believe it considering she had fertility issues of her own. But I can't imagine telling anyone else though. Like mind your own business. That has nothing to do with you. The wording was you have other options. You don't have to have a baby. Oh. So, so like, it wasn't it wasn't very clear, but you know, implied. So right. but yeah, so that was my perspective. Like I did somewhat oh. feel for her, but at the same time I was very angry that she took the joy away. Yeah. But we have another one here which again and I feel for the stepmom which is I'll never have this with my husband and they have it on accident which is what we we're saying like a lot of us are stepmoms because there was a whoopsie some of us uh it wasn't a whoopsie and they were in a committed marriage and had children or in my husband's case where he felt like he was obligated to have children you know yeah that's a, that was my husband's case too he kind of felt like pressured um because bio mom is older than us and she was in a hurry because because she was like, she felt like she was like running out of time, so to speak. So he mm -hmm. felt like he had to like do it quickly. Um, and she was putting pressure on him. So that was really something hard for me that I was like, th and this, it happened so quickly for them. Like mm -hmm. he said that he's not going to have a baby till he gets married. So they got married and in the same month they got pregnant. So I was like, wow, that, like, yeah, that was like, 
like a stab in the heart for me when I did the math and figured that out. And I was like, what the hell? So yeah, yeah. Um, it's so hard. It really is. But um, I mean, I can tell you to just trying to think positively on it and that it will happen for you. But I know that that's not easy and you probably won't do that. And in some cases, unfortunately, and I, my heart goes out for the women who can't have children either physically or because their situation doesn't allow right. for it. And, and my heart goes out because I know that feeling. I know that feeling of ever thinking, will I have my own child? Yeah, it's hard. It is like, it breaks your heart. It really does. Especially when you know you're going to be a better mom than bio mom and you can't have one. That is like the hardest thing to come to terms with. If only everyone could see my facial expression right now because I'm just like, oh, (laughs) damn. Like the amount of times I've had the school thank me for showing up and just putting credit to the fact that I'm advocating for my stepkids. And I had the same when I advocated for my son. Like the school commended me. Big K's doctors commended me for fighting and not just accepting no as an answer and pushing to get the kids the help they need. And like I had a meeting today at Big J's school going, you know, this kid's been diagnosed with anxiety back in 2019 and hasn't seen anyone for it. Can the school psychologist do something? And then we're just like, yep. let's organize something they're like thank you for bringing it to our attention mind you i submitted them with the psychology report that the psychologist and the pediatrician gave us no one's looked at it so you know it's taken me this long to chase it up but do you think karen did of course not no bloody idea so and that that's just a heart like that's what's heartbreaking is when you're running circles around the bio mom it's just like I I can imagine not being able to have my own children, whether it's like because of the situation, financial, medical, children with disabilities or infertility. Like that's just heartbreaking. Yeah. And I mean, that's especially with the financial thing. That's something Madison could weigh on in on. That is something I don't think I could accept if it was like a financial thing. I think, I mean, I've had, I've said this on the podcast. I had a conversation with my husband before we got married that I was like, I need to at least try to have a kid. I didn't know I was going to have fertility issues. But mm-hmm. um, I need to have my own kid or we can't be in this relationship. So it's like I couldn't accept a situational thing. Well, it's like even though my husband and I are pretty set on we're not having any more kids, he's 13 years older than me. If I fell pregnant tomorrow, I I would want to keep it. But that would put a significant financial pressure on our family. We're already struggling because he pays an, an exorbitant amount in child support. Yeah. Like we had to sell our family car to pay child support. Yeah. We're, uh, I mean, we haven't sold the car, but we were a one car family for a really long time because we couldn't afford a second one. We had to downgrade from a seven seater car to a five seater car. And we're very lucky that he currently has a work car, but he's going to lose that by the end of the year. So then we have to buy another car, but we can't afford to buy another seven seater car. So if we want to go anywhere as a family, we're taking two cars. Oh, that sucks. It does suck, but that's a sacrifice we've had to make because of child support. Yep. Yeah. It's, and that is like so hard. We were kind of in that situation where we were like, I don't know how we can afford it. But you actually told me when Madison was talking about not being able to afford it, that there's no right time to have a kid. So you just have to do it and figure it out. So, mm-hmm. so we did. <laughs> well, that's it. And that was like, my husband and I weren't even married or living together when we decided 
we were going to have a baby. It was just him him going, let's do it. Let's do it before I'm any older, before you're any older, and we'll just figure it all out as we go. Yeah. And, and, and I've talked about it before. Like I fell pregnant with Big K, not on purpose. When I was broke living in my parents' house, ended up living with my in-laws after he was born, and all at the same time while I was paying off like an $80,000 loan myself. Oh. Like- there's no right time, but right. <laughs> li- little off topic. Let's get back to stepmom jealousies. So do you want to read the next? Not being the first for things. And that was the one we got over and over again. So a lot of people are feeling that. We did. And there was other ones like the first for parenting the and concerns that the baby was going to miss out on the first. And I tried to, some of them I messaged because some of the women that messaged us were pregnant Mm -hmm. and that's their concern. And I responded, I responded on both of our behalfs and I said, you know, that's something that both of you and I had concerns about, but for our husbands, it's kind of been like a new first because it's a first with us and the experience has been different. Yes, very. And I was worried about that too. I was worried that like uh, we wouldn't have like a firstborn because like he had the firstborn and like mm-hmm. she would just get be getting like second best. And this comes from being a secondborn kid. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she'll just get second best everything. But that's not the case at all. It didn't happen that way. I'm the youngest of four. So our daughter is also the youngest of four four, which was a big concern for me because my siblings will tell you that I'm the spoilt one, but I will tell you that I'm the one who got it the hardest because by the time my parents came to parenting me, they were tired. Right. But in this case now, Miss Kay is definitely the most spoiled. She gets the most holidays, the most vacations. She She's gets, the only girl. <laughs> she is the only girl. And she actually gets a lot of positive attention from her brothers. That's Some awesome. negative when she's annoying them, but she gets a lot of positive attention. Like tonight, I told you I was late to getting on because I was struggling to put her to sleep. But she kept coming out of her room and she just wanted to cuddle with her brothers. Oh. Like, and like, I came out of my bedroom because I was typing up some show notes. And I came out of my bedroom because I heard her door open. And she's out in the lounge room and she's snuggling with Big J on the floor. Like, Sweet. I don't, I don't have any memories of things like that with my siblings. So, you know, once really? again, I'm getting off topic. So. <laughs> just with the first I feel like everyone everybody can relate to that on some level that it feels like it's not as like special or whatever because he's done it before but that's really like not the case because you've lived a whole life before too just because you mm-hmm. don't have like a wedding and a kid doesn't mean that you're giving all of your firsts exactly and that brings me to one that's further down the line so I'm not going to read it right now but you've just jumped ahead oh <laughs> excuse me <laughs> So the next few that we've got kind of all link together, but so the next one is buy a mum's freedom whilst I have the kids, which kind of goes hand in hand with the next one, which is mums that have full control of their family schedules and who don't have to check in with the ex. And I get it. I get the the freedom, like, but I guess I get it. And I messaged one of the, one of our responses and she was a bio mom and a step mom. And I said, I get it. I really do. But I get it more as a bio mom because I have the jealousy that I'm the one who takes my son to hospital when he's got a broken elbow from an accident at school. I'm the one who takes him to all of his doctor's appointments. I'm the one who's helping him with his homework. 
I'm the one who's showing up for all the important stuff and I feel like I don't get enough of the fun. I could definitely see that being being like really frustrating that you have to do all of the serious stuff and none of the, or not as much of the fun stuff. Because like, we're kind of in that situation too, I guess, that when my stepson comes here, we do the fun stuff. He's there for the serious stuff mm-hmm. if he needs to be. But like, we don't take him for haircuts or anything like that because we try to pack as much fun into four days as we can. Yeah, and I, I get that. I get that because that's what my husband was like when we had minimal custody. But now that we have, well, I think it's gone up to like 48% now that it's increased by one night a fortnight. But, you know, we do the haircuts. We're the ones yelling at them to wash their hair, cut their fingernails, do their homework, all of that stuff. And I'm the one racing around doing all the school appointments while Karen's just living her life and just oblivious. Like... I guess this is a perfect time to interject with the incident that happened last week where she flew off the handle and like threatened to call the police on us if I picked Big J up from school because she was refusing to allow him to attend after school tutoring or his football training because my husband couldn't drop him back to her because he had a work thing on and I don't do the night driving because I've got two younger kids to put to bed and she flew off the handle and was like, if she picks him up from school, I'm calling the police. And then Big J's like, but I want to go to football and I have tutoring. And he sees the value in the tutoring because he's starting to understand that if he doesn't start passing math and English, he's not going to get a job. Right. Like, So but- tutoring isn't mandatory, I guess? No, so it's after school tutoring that's optional, but she sent him, like, she was putting a lot of pressure on him. So when he came back to us, we're like, what is it? Like, what happened? You, we jumped through hoops to get her to arrange to an alternate schedule. So instead of him doing Friday to Thursday, he'd do Thursday to Wednesday. And then he's like, oh, mum messaged me and was telling me not to agree to what you said. Oh, God. So, but then funnily enough, when we checked his phone, all of his messages up until like last Tuesday were deleted. And I know that she messages him every day and he messages her every day. So everything from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was gone. Weird. Really weird. And then he's telling us that she was telling him not to agree to coming to my house, that she didn't want it to happen. He was not to go to tutoring. And that puts him in an awkward position. Yeah, for sure. Why would... Oh, Wait, so was this on her time? Yeah, so it's on her time. But remember, she, she, do- she doesn't facilitate getting him to sport. That's insane. Like, then you can't complain about somebody else picking him up. So I take him and normally my husband will take him back to her. Oh. But he had a work thing on and said, I can't do it. Can he just stay the night? And she flew off the handle. It took 24 hours to get her to agree to an alternate schedule. And do you know what she screamed down the phone other than I'm going to call the police if she picks him up from school was it's I've already given up enough of my time to you and my child support's going down. Yeah, because it's his time, not yours. <laughs> but And I'm in the background going, it's not your fucking time. It's Big J's time. Yeah. It's his time. It's his life. And that's what we're trying to teach him, that, mate, you have autonomy over yourself. Yeah. He's 13, right? He's 13. Like, if he wants to play sport, he should be allowed to play sport. Yeah. If Even his if he wanted to go to your house, like, if 
if he just wanted to spend the night there one day, that should be okay at 13. I allow it at eight years old for Big K, unless yeah. he has something on. And mm-hmm. norm- normally it comes down to a lack of communication from his father. So his father doesn't reassure me he's going to get him to school on time or make sure that he's doing his homework or practicing his viola, a whole bunch of stuff. Or the fact that his father doesn't even have spare uniforms at his house because our kids wear school uniforms. Right. So if he reassured me, I'll wash his uniform, I'll make sure he gets to school on time, blah, 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 not a problem. The fact that your actions, like previous actions display otherwise and you're refusing to communicate with me, yeah, I'm going to say no. But if it's weekend school holidays, sure, spend the extra time. I don't care. Spend that time with your dad. Right. But like the boys have never been late to school unless attending an appointment before school when they're in our care. Right. So the only thing I can piece together is this comes down to bio mom jealousy and her not wanting him to spend the night in a house without his father with me because she has said numerous times that she hates that the boys are spending time with me, that my husband gained custody for the boys to spend time with me when it's not actually the case, just because I have the availability to drop them off and pick them up from school right yeah of course i mean you guys have like there are two of you in your house just like that she has a husband too so like Mm -hmm. you're both parenting so like what does it make exactly and what's the difference between them spending the night in my house when my husband's not here to them spending a night in her house when she's not there right exactly like if I found out the big K's dad wasn't there and he was in the care of his stepmom, do her and I see eye to eye? No. Is he cared for? Yes. Does he get to spend time with his brother? Yes. Okay, cool. If right. it's a school night, make sure he gets to school on time. That's all I want to know. Right, exactly. I mean, that's all he, that really should matter. Especially really at 13. Like, can he not spend the mm-hmm. night at a friend's house? Like, he should be able to spend the night where, well, not wherever, but like definitely with his dad. Right. And like, he got an invite a couple of months ago to go to the football with our neighbors he's quite good friends with their son they're like a year apart so they're quite good friends and they have season passes to the brisbane footy team and they invited big j to go and he asked his mum, is that mum? can i go to the football with my friend she said yeah and he goes okay cool tony's gonna pick me up from school you can pick me up from football on saturday okay. <laughs> and she's like what why and he said because i'm gonna go stay at my friend's house and tony's gonna pick me up from school so I can stay at my friend's house oh gosh she was so mad he's our neighbor okay actually he like I picked him up he came home he showered he got dressed he went next door he came home the next morning yeah I took him to his football game like because she was so pissed she was pissed oh god that's so dumb Yeah, so the next one is uh, she's jealous of not having any mom friends, which I don't think is really exclusive to stepmoms, but I do think that having stepmom friends makes a huge difference. Like if you have people who can relate to your situation, because nobody else understands it. It does. And like I have mom friends, but then I have stepmom friends. Right. And then I have friends that are both. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can't talk to my mom friends about my stepmom problems. Yeah. And very rarely can I talk to my stepmom friends about my bio mom problems because then they like see me as like the antichrist. Like there's (laughs) a very, there's like a very limited number, like you, Madison, Sophie Becks. They're like my knit for bitching about my bio mom problems too, because you guys are my besties. But there's a difference because I, 
being both, there's a there's a vibe. Like you can talk to mum friends about mum problems, stepmoms about stepmom problems. Then when you find the unique people that are both, you can talk to them about all of it and you're just 100% understood and you're just like, ah, oh, I found my people. Right. But they like just because you can bitch to them about everything. Right. For sure. <laughs> but I think with that comment, it's like you don't have to have the in-person mum friends or in-person stepmom friends. Oh, definitely. Like, look at you and I. We talk almost every day and you're 14 hours behind me. Right. <laughs> so we make the most of it. So if this stepmom wants a mum friend, reach out to us. We'll be yeah. your friend. Yeah. I've met a bunch of like stepmom friends through my account um, and I'm always welcoming more. That That's how we met. Like I would comment on some of your stuff sometimes and there was just something you posted one day and I was like, man, I wish we could go out and have a drink together. And you're like, where are you from? And I'm like, Australia. You're like, what? <laughs> like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I have like actually met like there was um one of my like really good friends now I met her through my stepmom account and she just happened to live like an hour or less than an hour away from me so well, we hang out um fairly regularly well that's like me meeting Bex and Sophie this sassy stepmom we we all live really close and I had connected with Bex and sassy stepmom's account had just not come up on my radar of accounts and I'd met up with Bex and mind you Bex and I only met in person a year ago we met around the time of her birthday which was just this week so if anyone followed her after our episode you should go wish her a belated happy birthday and she was the one who was like oh have you do you follow sassy stepmom she's also another local stepmom I was like nope I'm gonna get on that I found her I started talking to her and I was like where are you her and I live 20 minutes away from each other I'm like that's crazy that's super close yeah and so they came to my birthday like drinks that I had it was just like they've become some of my best friends they're like my people Right. Yeah. You can't, you can't uh, limit who you're meeting to like organically, like going to bars and stuff. Like I have met one stepmom that way, but it was like completely, that was a fluke. Like you have to open, open it up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, sassy stepmom's partner, when the first time I met her in person, her Bex and I went and had breakfast together and we got there at like 8.30 in the morning. By 1.30 in the afternoon, sassy stepmom's partner messaged her and said I can't believe you're meeting randoms from the internet (laughs) but she's one of my best friends now we talk all the time it just it just flowed and just uh when she came to my birthday I said oh did you tell your partner that you're just at some random from the internet's birthday (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) so definitely don't limit yourself yeah exactly the next few kind of flow in which is I was very jealous of first-time mums and the choices nuclear families have uh, which flows into the next one which is families with standard mum and dad dynamic that don't have to deal with high conflict bio mum yes that um I think that's just something that everyone has to come to terms with but uh at the end of the day just because you're a nuclear family doesn't mean you're happy either so Exactly. And I think I've spoken about this before where I thought that my blend had to be the perfect nuclear family because I was raised in a blended family that appeared to be a nuclear family. 
Right. Yeah, that's pro- that probably adds a little added pressure. Mm-hmm. But what we're saying here is not taking away from anyone's jealousy, their feelings are valid. Right. Yeah, for sure. Like that that's something I think it's not so much jealousy, but that's more grief. Yes, which is I think something that is not talked about enough in like stepmotherhood. Mm-hmm. And I read some of these responses because I asked my husband if he had any input and he's like, I don't feel jealousy at all being a stepdad or a bio dad. He's like, I feel anger. I I feel frustration and he's like and I feel grief and he's like and I feel pity like he feels pity on the other parent that they're so bloody used <laughs> so you know he's like I don't feel jealousy and then I was reading some of them and he's like oh that's jealousy that's grief that's anger that's frustration right but I guess it all stems from that little bit of jealousy right it does yeah yeah because you're jealous like everyone's jealous that you weren't the first. I feel like if any stepmom told me there wasn't like a little jealousy in there, mm-hmm. then they would be lying. I'm not saying it has to consume you, but there's like a little, a little bit. Um, and yeah. then that stems into like other things like grief or resentment or anger or whatever. It really does. Uh, so the next one is when my husband used to give into bio mom's demands when he gives his daughter more attention than me. Mm, I've never... What's OH? Other half. Oh, okay. So I, I've never had jealousy over my husband spending time with the kids over me so I can't really comment on that but I know that there's quite a few women that struggle with that yeah uh, I never really had that either because we've only like we have them more now than we ever have and we only have them four nights every two weeks but the first part of that which was giving into her demands that used to bother I don't know about jealous but that used to bother me a lot where it was like he would just if he agreed to like do anything and he didn't like talk to me about it first that would Mm -hmm set me off for sure it make me angry absolutely yeah i guess i guess if she was demanding he attend like a function with bio mom that would make me jealous like you have to attend but the stepmom can't attend that would probably right. make me jealous so without more context i can't really comment on that one right but your feelings are still valid yeah and i know a lot of people like get jealous over that uh their husband spending time with the kids because they're kind of like on the outside when that's happening so Mm -hmm. i've been there i'm not really jealous that he's hanging out with the kid i'm just like i don't even know what emotion but like i'm feeling something about being an outsider like through it all Mm -hmm. so i could definitely understand that too i just hate the inside jokes from the like the life before oh yeah see my stepson was only like three months old or something when uh, his parents split up so they don't really have anything like that you're lucky all right the next one we have is the time my other half gives to buy a mom and kids and they do nothing in return for him buy mom still treats him like her boyfriend that oh. gives me like ugh. we went through that in the beginning too and it was so annoying again didn't make me jealous it just pissed me off i just i can see what my husband said that he used to let his wife walk all over him like, well, he's now ex-wife, walk all over him because the way she speaks to him in person, over the phone, via email, I get it. And she still tries to treat him that way. So I'm glad that she clearly wasn't the romantic in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I do think that brings up a good point about like giving a little grace if your partner is giving into their demands, because sometimes they're like being like abused verbally or emotionally or whatever. And they might not even realize it but in their head they're like I have to do everything she wants or I'm never gonna see my kid we went through that like my husband thought that but like they can't she can't take them away so 
Yeah. And as someone who was verbally, mentally, emotionally abused, even after I met my husband and we started dating, I was still very stuck in giving in to Big K's dad's demands. Whatever he wanted, I paid for everything for our son. I never asked him for a cent. And then when we were living together, my husband's like, why are you paying for childcare on his time? And I was like, because I've always paid for it. He's like, you need to stop that. That's a boundary you need to put in place. Right. Yeah. Sometimes and it takes your partner saying that to like make you yeah, real. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I know it shouldn't make me jealous, but the kids bring up old activities they did as a family, but won't talk about ours because bio mom has gotten in their heads. That is hard. That's what, I, that's what I was talking about before, like those inside jokes and things like that. Yeah. And I had said, I think I responded to this one. And I said, the other thing that irks me is when we're doing something as a family and they bring up when they did it with their mom and their dad. Or what's worse is they compare the activity we're doing to when they did it with their mom and their stepdad. It's like, yeah. why can't you just enjoy the moment as a family, as our family of six? Yes, that is something I know I talked to you about it that we're struggling with right now it's like Mm -hmm. everything that we do my stepson is like oh I have this at mom's I have the better version of this at mom's like I like we wanted to take him to this museum and he's like oh I went to uh Disneyland with mom and I'm like or Disney World whatever and I'm like okay like we can't do anything without it being compared and I know it's human nature that it reminds him of that so he's just telling us about it Mm -hmm. but it's very hard to listen to Absolutely. And in your case, you're not even allowed to take your stepson out of state and he doesn't know that. Yeah. Well, we do have a big state, so we are able to like take him pretty far, but you're right. He doesn't know that. Like we couldn't take him to Disney World even if we wanted to. That's what I mean. Like based where you live, you can't take him to Disney World or Disneyland. Right. Yeah. And I know he's still young, but maybe in a year or two, you can start saying, well, we would take you if we could. Right. And let him go, why can't you take me? Oh, because your mom won't let you. But some people will say that's parental alienation, but I'm very big on being open and honest with the kids because they deserve to know the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think he's like a little young right now for stuff like that but at some point we're gonna have to like learn how to word it in a way that at least makes them question it oh absolutely and the way i say it on this podcast i do not say it the right way i say it very blunt let me clarify that that is not the way that i say it to the kids right like the way i say it to the kids is very with work from a therapist and the kids therapists of how to tell them things appropriately but when i'm talking to all of you i'm just gonna be blunt as fuck Right. I wouldn't say I'm jealous, but at times I do struggle with the reality of not feeling like I belong. But yet high conflict biomom has this whole history in the situation and to a degree is still relevant, which I go feel like goes with the lot like the last comment that we just spoke about. Yeah. I think that um I think jealousy is a normal thing to feel for that because it's like you feel like you're on the outside of all these things that you're doing with your family, but your but biomom is still on the inside because your stepson is still her family too. And mm-hmm. she's on the inside and there's nothing you can do about that. So I could definitely um I could definitely see jealousy over that. Absolutely. I think that's a big one that's kind of flown throughout all the context of all our comments that we've had. Mm -hmm. That high conflict bio mom can do what she does, yet all the kids adore her. Yeah. And that's like, 
a knife to the heart. I get it. And there's another one further down, basically saying the same thing. And I feel this one on both as a bio mom and a stepmama. I feel it because I see the ways that Karen neglects the boys and the sun still shines out of her ass. And I see it with Big K and it doesn't matter how many times his stepmother's told me like his brother is not his brother and I need to learn to accept that and I can't facilitate that relationship. And his father doesn't stand up for him, doesn't show up to hospital when he has a broken elbow, all this types of stuff. And the sun still shines out of his ass. Right. Yeah, that's really hard to come to terms with. Mm -hmm. Another one that we have is having to work full time because we have to pay child support and she never had to. Child support's just a stinger. I just, I feel like there has to be a better way. Right. (laughs) I agree. There has to be a better way. Like, you know, I think you and I have spoken about it before. Like here in Australia, I think it's... I don't know, it's fluctuated since like cost of living and everything's gone up, but I think it's roughly like $13,000 to support one child in a year. So why can't that be like halved and divided by the amount of nights a parent has or doesn't have a child and it be a fixed amount? Right. It's, oh, sorry. It's okay. Yeah, it, it's supposed to be for sure. Um, the, the thing with child support that I don't get is that it's supposed to, like our lawyer was like, oh, it's supposed to make it so his life is the same in both houses. It's already mm-hmm. better in her house. Um, and now it's worse in our house because we have to pay all this money for child support. Um, mm-hmm. So like he's not getting a better life with us he's just getting a better life with his mom an even better one and that's exactly what's happening in my situation i don't know what's happening in big k's dad's house all i know is that he pays me minimal child support and realistically i just want him to pay half of all the expenses outside of day-to-day costs right but we have almost 50 50 care of the boys like we're less than six months away from having 50-50 care of them. And why is my husband still paying child support when she can buy them like Nike Air Forces, um, new iPads, iPhones, AirPods, PCs, gaming consoles when they're in our house and they hate it because they have to share one gaming console. Right, exactly. Like, it's so frustrating. It should just be fixed. Like it costs this amount to raise a child. You each are equivalent to 50%. If one parent has more custody, you work it out how many days in a year and go, okay, so you have to pay, you don't have this many days, you have to pay the other parent this many days. Right. Yeah, it should be that easy, but definitely not. And I feel like it should be that worldwide and it would be easier for everyone and probably more willing for people to accept. And more people would be getting like more of like more time or whatever, because if it was fixed, then they wouldn't like bio moms wouldn't be withholding time just so they could be getting more money. Right. It's like we had Karen screaming down the phone just the other night because it's going to drop because my husband's getting more care. Yeah. It's like you should be happy about that. I would give up the minimal child support that I receive for Big K if his father could commit to 50-50 care, getting him to and from school, as long as he paid half of any school expense and extracurricular expense and half of medical, dental, anything like that. And then we just covered the cost in our own homes. Right. I feel like that's fair, right? I think so. You'd probably get more time. Like you'd probably find that more people would want 50-50 custody if they weren't going to get any money. Right. Yep. I totally agree. So um, the next one is all the things my husband could afford for her and her kids, but not for us. 
girl, we discovered all this. We get it. The next one is the way she was cared for by my in-laws compared to how I'm hated by them. So I'm assuming how Biomum was loved by the in-laws and you're hated by them. Girl, I can relate to this because my husband's father and stepmother are so far up Karen's ass it's not funny that would make me crazy like I'm very thankful that I actually have a very loving and supportive mother-in-law she might be a little bit cuckoo but I actually love her she's very supportive she's very inclusive she shows up for the kids she wants to visit every month like one week out of a month she's here at our house having like a lunch with the kids or even when I've needed her and my mum hasn't been here she's like driven an hour to me spent the night to look after the kids for whatever reason that I've needed like but my father-in-law rarely shows up to football games for Big J unless of course he can conveniently lie about his location to my husband's stepmother really Mm -hmm. and then there was a game um, a couple of months ago we went away for the weekend for my husband's birthday and we couldn't make one of Big J's football games so his father So like my husband's father showed up with his stepmother and then they all went out to lunch together. So it was my father-in-law, my stepmother-in-law, Karen, her husband, and the boys. Oh, wow. And you wonder why the boys are so confused as to why they don't see their step-grandmother when they're with us because she's so bloody toxic that we want nothing to do with her. And the boys are like, oh, where is so-and-so? Not here, mate. Like so, I when you said that uh, your father-in-law had to lie to her, I was thinking that she didn't want anything to do with his kids from another relationship. But it's just you and your husband because she's totally okay with Karen. She's totally okay with Karen, which is why we want nothing to do with her. That is crazy. That is absolutely because nuts. we were showing up to our niece's birthday parties and being ambushed with Karen and her new husband being there. Oh my gosh. What a mess. And we we tried saying, like, she is no longer family other than the boy's family. She divorced out of the family. We had, like, my, can you imagine if I was showing up to her nieces or nephews' birthday parties? Right. Like, I'm sure there'd be, like, it's just very weird. And the weird thing for my husband is that when he was married, his wife wanted nothing to do with his stepmother or stepsister. Really? Yeah hated them and so now that he's separated from them his stepmother like separated from Karen his stepmother and his stepsister are so far up Karen's ass and Karen's up their ass it's so strange it's so strange it's bizarre very so that bio mom doesn't work and finds a way to get everyone else to pay for everything but then I remind myself that I couldn't be like that because I don't believe it's everyone else's responsibility to take care of me and my finances and I'm proud to be able to make my own money pay my own bills uh, go on trips that I pay for and bought myself. Good for you, girl. Good for you. And that's coming from a bio mom who doesn't work. But I also don't rake in the child support. My husband supports me and my kids. Right. And I mean, it's also different when you and your husband made that choice because you're contributing to the household and all of that stuff instead of financially. So that's also mm-hmm. a very different story. Absolutely. And the way the child support system works here in Australia, and I think I think that stepmom... I can't remember if that was an Aussie one or an American one, but for me here in Australia, 
like, if my ex was earning like a ridiculous amount of money, he would have to pay me more in child support. So I guess I'd probably feel more guilty if he was paying me a lot more. But if he was paying me a lot more, I wouldn't ask him to pay for half of the extra expenses that I do. Right, right. So it all goes part and parcel, but I guess it depends on the person and whether they're actually a decent human being. And yes, I'm calling myself a decent human being. (laughs) Well, you are, so you said. Being a full-time bonus mum where I am the primary caregiver to my bonus son, I sometimes struggle with getting jealous over the freedom that Biomum has while she's still claiming mum with none of the responsibilities that came along with that. I just try and remind myself that she is the one missing out of this amazing little human, not me, and how could I possibly be jealous of that? That's like a mental conflict for sure. But you also have the right to be jealous over the fact that she has freedom and the mom title. Absolutely. But I also love how she's reclaiming it for herself with reminding herself that the bio mom is missing out on this amazing human. Right. Exactly. And she's probably jealous of stepmom, I would guess, on some she level. Probably, she probably is. The next one is, as a stepmom, I would get jealous of the relationship between partner and his baby mom. They had 10 years of history together compared to my three years. I get jealous of the memories they shared together that they could laugh about and I couldn't be included. Also, I would get jealous that they could attend sports day, sports days and sports competitions together. I was told by bio mom I'm not invited to attend. That was a real kick in the guts. Also jealous that she didn't have to work and get a substantial amount of child support even though even to get her hair and nails done regularly yet i was forced to work pay our bills and could never afford those things first of all your husband can invite you to the sports games that's not all bio mom's decision correct but this stepmom is no longer a stepmom wow she she's also a bio mom who wrote in from a bio mom's perspective but there was a lot of conflict and so she stayed away so that her partner slash baby daddy could have a relationship with these other children. Gotcha. So I know a lot of stepmoms who do that. They just go, you know what? I'm just not going to show up because I want to make sure that my partner has a relationship with their kids. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, this brings me to my last stepmom response, which is where I had a little bit of extra input, which is being the first which we all relate to. We get you, girl. But she also went on to write, I am jealous that she got to raise kids with him before I did. She got his youth. She got his energy and some of his vibrance. She created his core memories around parenting. He might feel the same about me, but I find myself grasping some days. Desperate to hold each moment, and I know she took all her moments for granted. I find peace in knowing I am his last, that I get his wisdom and patience, that he's great for me and every moment that we get to parent together. So I responded to this one because this one resonated with me to my absolute core because my husband is 13 years older than me. He spent 20 years with the boy's mother. That's such a long time. Well, almost 20 years, I think. Basically 20 years. They met around their 21st birthdays and he separated from her when he was 40. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they spent 20 years together. 
And and so I messaged this. She's a stepmom and a bio mom, but she doesn't consider herself a stepmom. She considers herself a midwife crisis. And I'd message back, oh man, how this resonates with me. I literally could have written this myself. And I said, someone asked on threads the other day, if you could go back and meet your partner now before they met their ex, would you? And I said, well, that would be awkward because I was eight years old. I find peace in knowing that he was able to live his life while he waited for me, basically. And he said that. He said before that he had no interest in marrying her, but he felt like he had to. And then after meeting me, his whole life changed and he realized that he didn't have to stay married to her because he didn't want to marry her in the first place. And he says all the time she was like his... She was like a placeholder for him, waiting for the moment in time that he could meet me. That's kind of a sweet way to say that. And just, it's like, I'm really corny when it comes to this shit. Like, I thought I was in love before, but when I met my husband, it was like, it was love at first sight and we were both in relationships and we didn't act on it. And then we both separated around the same time. And then when we acted on it, it was like fireworks. Right. That's cute. And I remember him sending me a message one night and he said my full name in the message, by the way. So really corny because <laughs> I'm not going to put my full name on blast here. And he said, Tony, I am going to change your life in ways that you didn't even know were possible. Oh. And he has. Like, it just, I fall more in love with him each day. He is my soulmate. I can say that without a doubt. And this is from someone who was skeptical to get into a relationship with him because the connection was so strong from the beginning. And after being in a narcissistic relationship, I was scared. Yeah, definitely. I thought, I thought I was going down that path again. And yeah, everything moved quickly, but I he respected my boundaries. When I said that I didn't want to move in with him, he respected that boundary. Right. You know, he was like, okay, you're not ready. Let's not do this yet. But we still moved really quick. And I think that's why a lot of people were like hesitant. And, you know, I had family members not congratulate us on our marriage because they didn't think it would last. And hey, we're what, almost six years into our entire relationship. It still may not last, but hey, this is my longest relationship I've ever had. Right. <laughs> me too. And and he treats me with respect every day. This man makes me coffee every day. I wake up to a coffee on my bedside table. Oh, that's nice. Like, if that was just love bombing, he would have finished that like six oh. years ago. <laughs> yeah, that would be over now. Pretty much as soon as you got married, that would be over. Absolutely. Probably even before we got married. Like, right. But every morning I wake up and there's a coffee on my bedside table. If there's not a coffee on my bedside table, it means he slept in. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I feel like that's really sweet, but I like my coffee like so hot. So I would, uh, well, I, I would get a coffee maker there too. <laughs> I drink my coffee black. So when he makes it straight out of the coffee machine and by the time I wake up, it's like still scalding. So I have to wait a little bit to be able to drink it. Otherwise I'll burn my entire throat. Right. <laughs> so awesome. it's kind of um, perfect, but I do just want to say one thing about the beginning of this one before we move on though, how she said, mm -hmm. um, she got his energy and some of his vibrance. My, I don't want to go too much 
much into it because it's not really my business, but my husband was in um, like an abusive relationship. His ex mm-hmm. was really, um, like narcissist, emotionally abusive, and that changed him for sure. He's gotten like yeah. PTSD from that. So she got like a like vibrant version of him, assuming I didn't know him before that, obviously, but that I'll never get because she like killed that part of him. Yeah. And my husband can say the same thing. Like, I don't want to go as far as say his relationship was abusive. She is a very toxic person. Yes. Is she a narcissist? Possibly. Does she have a personality disorder? Most likely. And there's been some abuse, definitely. But I know for a fact that like my husband hates it when I cringe when he goes to touch me after an argument. And our arguments aren't even arguments. They're just like heated discussions. But he hates it when I flinch. Oh. And like he questions why I leave receipts on the counter. We've been together coming up on six years and I still leave receipts on the counter because that's what I had to do with my ex. This stuff never leaves you. I'm like It doesn't. And like he he used to bring it up and go, Why are you leaving it there? And now he just grabs it, scrunches it up and puts it in the bin. Right. And but I, I can't stop doing it out of fear that especially I think it's probably gotten worse since I'm not working. I could definitely see that. That would be really hard. Out of fear that I'm spending money that I shouldn't spend. But at the same time, I've said, like, he doesn't care. He just wants to know that he can pay the credit card bills. So if I've spent more than what we have for the week, let him know. Exactly. Yeah. But that stuff never does leave you. Um, I do some stuff like similar to that with my husband too. And it's just like, it's just something that like sticks with you and you can't really explain because you know that they're not going to be upset about it, but it's just, is what it is. So um, me and my husband both do stuff like that, like to each other too. Absolutely. Like explaining yourself. It's kind of sad. Yeah. And there's just little things that my husband does and he'll over explain things. And I'm like, why? And he'd be like, because the boy's mother used to make me explain myself and I'm like like I gave him shit that he was out at a work function last Thursday night and I'm like honestly I'm just tormenting you that I was at home with the kids I honestly didn't care like he's the one who let me go to the professional bull riders with my friends with an hour's notice going hey my friends have a spare ticket can I go and he's like yep sure have fun I'll be home by this time right like you know and I went and I went and blew like hundreds of dollars on alcohol that night because I just kept tapping the credit card buying myself drinks but did he care no so I'm not going to care if he's out at a work function drinking I'm going to give him shit that I'm stuck at home with a toddler that's kicking me in the ribs yes (laughs) (laughs) who isn't going to complain about a toddler kicking them in the ribs but I guess some of that stuff doesn't leave you and it's triggering like he gets fearful every time he has a work thing on and I'm like why you're earning us money you're providing us a lifestyle you allow me to be at home with our kids right and triggering is like the perfect word for it because we do that too and like my husband like he goes out one night a week to do one of his hobbies and he's like oh like it he always phrases it like is it okay if I go or something like that I'm like you don't need to ask permission like I understand Mm -hmm. he wants to make sure that like we don't have other plans or I don't need help or something but he always had to ask permission before so like he still like gets like that and it's just like a trigger that is horrible it is that is 
so horrible. But I guess this comes down to needing grace and patience with each other. Right. Definitely. Yeah. We have learned a lot of that. Before mm-hmm. I move on to the bio mom jealousy, I just want to add one thing about stepmom mm-hmm. jealousy that I've recently been feeling is jealousy towards the stepdad because he gets mm-hmm. like all this like he's been around. I don't know how long he's been around, but no more than six months. I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, and he gets like all this praise, like, oh, my stepdad does this, and um, my mom and my stepdad like do all this fun stuff. And it's just like I've been busting my ass for seven or six years trying to like mm-hmm. give him a good life over here, and it's like not worked, I guess, because he doesn't go home and sing my praises. I get it, and I guess this is why because dad and stepmom get the shits when BK mentions myself or my husband right but at the same time from my knowledge I don't think that they're performing to the same level you know what I mean but he did he did sing his stepmom's praises you Mm -hmm. know like he's at his dad's house with a broken elbow and they neglected to give him his pain medication but at the same time he said you know sometimes I feel like stepmom is the only one caring for me when I'm there and all my dad wants to do is sit there and play video games that's very surprising it is. And I said, and I asked him, I said, oh, what makes you say that? I said, well, she's the one washing my uniform. She's the one cooking me dinner. And I'm like, yeah, well, I can see that, man. That's crazy. <laughs> she didn't used to be like that, right? Well, it, it's hard to say, you know, he, my knowledge of what goes on in that house is purely just what Big K tells me. True. You know, because they don't give me insight. And when I tried to form a relationship, I was shut down and given every reason as to why we shouldn't have a relationship. So, right. you know, well, otherwise I, I could be supportive of it. I could, but you don't let me in. That's probably because her husband was talking to you about their relationship problems. I wouldn't want to be friends with anyone. My husband was talking about that too either. <laughs> probably, but she should also be able to respect that I didn't want to hear it. True. Yeah. I, it's not about you though. The None like, of that is about you. I didn't want to hear it. I wanted to hear that she was a good mother figure to my son. Right. And yeah, I did tell my son's father, if you're not happy, leave her because I want you to be happy because you can't be a good father to our son if you're not happy. Right. But I didn't tell him to leave her because I want him. I said it because if you're miserable with her, you can't be a good father. Right. Exactly. Um, But yeah, I get it. I get it all. But with the bio mom jealousy, I thought maybe I could read it to you and you could react to it from a stepmom, a purely stepmom perspective. Okay, sounds good. Okay, all right. So the first one is my son has a stepmom. She's been in and out of the picture for a little bit, though. Not a complete constant, but still there. If I had to say I had any jealousy, it would be over the time she gets to spend with my son on my ex's week. She doesn't work, so a lot of my son's time is spent with her on my ex partner's week. No hard feelings, so it's just the way the situation is. Yeah, um, we kind of dealt with something like that too because I work from home. So if he's over here on weekdays or if he doesn't have school, then he's home with me. And that was a problem for a bit too. Um, And I mean, I can understand that because it's like your kid, like spending time with someone that you have a weird relationship with, like I feel like it would be weird. Like I can't really relate fully, but I'm like, I wouldn't want her to go spend time with someone I have a weird relationship with. So I can kind of understand feeling jealous about it. So for me, I responded to this 
bio mum slash stepmom, she's both. I said, maybe that's why my boy's mother has always flips out at my husband about the boy spending time with me. Maybe it's her jealousy that I'm able to take them to and from school. My husband tries to remind her that me picking the kids up is no different to her husband picking them up, but I never thought about it as her being jealous. And she responded with potentially yes, or maybe she can see that you put in a lot more effort with everything else, time, energy, money, love, as opposed to what she does. Isn't it funny? How dare you do anything, but it's okay for the husband to be with and do things with your stepkids. So ridiculous. Yeah, that's perfect. Because I never thought about her reactions as being her being jealous. Right. But possibly it is. Or like a lot of weird relate like a lot of weird responses like that stem from jealousy, I think. Yeah. And you know, like she said, if it's not jealousy, it's purely because She's jealous that I'm picking up her slack. Right, exactly. So our next one is, as a bio mom, I get jealous when stepmom is there for milestones that I miss. My son riding his bike without training wheels for the first time also get jealous when there's an accident in their care and she gets to be the one to comfort my son instead of me. That's crazy because that's like exactly how stepmoms feel. Absolutely. And this came from a bio mom slash stepmom. So So she really gets it on both accounts. Yeah. And I hate it when the boys aren't with me and something goes wrong and I can't be there to comfort them. Right. But then it also baffles me when I invited, when Big K broke his elbow at school, and I invited my like his father to come up to the hospital. I didn't explicitly say you and stepmom come, but I shouldn't have to. Right. Like I should be able to say, are you coming to the hospital and have them both show up and we should be able to be in the same presence of our child. And yes, I'm referring to the stepmom as being a parent to my child. We should be able to be in the same vicinity, right? Right. Definitely. So yeah, it irks me. And our last one is I don't really think I have much jealousy aside from not having my daughter on weekends but that sorts itself out in the summer when she is off school. It sucks when we want to do something as a family because she always gets excluded. She hardly ever sees my mum or my grandparents because of work and school, etc. The summer months are better, but she still rarely sees my mum, which is really unfortunate because she's so active in the kids' lives. So to clarify, this bio mum has one child from a previous relationship and then she has a child to her ex who has a stepmom and then she has a child with her now partner. Okay. So the middle child goes to her father's every Friday from like after school to Monday before school. Oh, so she gets no weekends. No weekends. That's hard. That's, yeah, because like if you want to plan something fun, you kind of have to wait till summer then. Absolutely. And, you know, she tried to, there was another time where she tried to organize to be able to have her daughter for her oldest daughter's birthday. And it was a big stuff around. And this is also a bio mom who has a stepmom that has a stepmom account on Instagram that slanders her all the time and creates a one-sided narrative. You know, I'm not making excuses for this bio mom, but I'm just saying there's a one-sided narrative coming from one account. And like, she came to me when she was going through mediation. She's like, what can I do? Like, I'm not getting any weekends. And I said, well, you basically have 50-50 custody almost. So why not try and offer week about? And the bio dad was like, nope, I'm only having weekends. So bio mom in this case has every day of responsibility and the dad and the stepmom get all of the fun 
That's annoying. I was thinking that it was like a transportation issue because <laughs> my I have a friend who has a, a schedule like that where she gets, they get all of the weeks during the school year and all the weekends during the summer because bio mom doesn't drive or something. So I was thinking that they got all the weekends because um, it was like a transportation issue or something like that. That's really annoying. I can't believe that was approved. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, she, and I know for a fact that this bio mom is telling the truth because I have helped her with some of her communication. (laughs) So I've helped her with her communication. I helped her come up with alternatives to the situation, you know, like, and I said to her, I said, if, if your ex is getting Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, that's three nights a week. Why not offer six nights straight or even go one better and offer seven nights straight? Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was knocked back. Oh, of course it was. So if you're knocking back, I'm sorry, but if you are a biological parent or a step parent and you're saying no to a 50-50 custody week on week off purely so you can have every weekend, you're doing it out of spite and not in the kid's best interest and you really don't want the kids there. Right. Exactly. Because... I look at how much more influence I've been able to have, and not just me, my husband as well, but how much more influence we've been able to have over the boys' education and watch their grades improve since we've had weekday custody and we can make sure they're doing their homework. Right. Yeah, that's huge. So blows my mind. (laughs) But I think that could be all we have time for today's episode. So I want to thank everyone for listening. And go follow us wherever you like to listen, like, subscribe, give us a five-star review, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, TikTok, and join our Facebook group. We're getting a few new members in there each week. We don't post as often, but we are happy for you to start the conversation. I think our next episode Lauren is doing with a guest while I'm unavailable. So I'll talk to you in a fortnight and Lauren will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.